Congratulations to Paul Swan, host of The Drive, for capturing the prestigious 2024 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Excellence in Broadcasting Award for Best Talk Show. Tune in to Paul during your drive home weekdays at 5.06 p.m. on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is January 2nd, a Tuesday, and we're back. Welcome in. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for being with us here on the new year. We're going to get your text in this hour. Doing that at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Also going to hear from Dan D'Antoni this hour, his first media availability of the year. It was earlier today. So we'll get his comments on the win Saturday. Thundering Herd getting the victory over Louisiana and winning its first conference game of the year. So that was an important win, I think, for the Thundering Herd. Back at it. Taking on ULM. That's coming up tomorrow. We're going to have that game for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 as the Thundering Herd trying to make it two in a row in conference play. And, of course, it's been a fun few days, hasn't it? How many bowl games did you take in over the holidays between Christmas and New Year's? How many bowl games did you get in? There's so many of them now. I'm sure you got at least, what, double digits? Saturday, Sunday, Monday, you know, a lot of that was NFL for me. A lot of it was, of course, yesterday. I was more interested in the games yesterday than I, I was for the majority of bowl season. And, of course, we had some great games. Michigan getting the win in overtime over Alabama, 27-20. to That was definitely a game I wouldn't expect it two or three years ago out of Michigan or Alabama, to be honest. So Michigan proving it's legit. Washington and Texas, if you stayed up late for the Sugar Bowl last night, that went down to the wire. Washington getting the victory 37-31 against Texas. So Michigan and Washington will meet in the college football playoff championship game. We're going to have that game for you next week right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. How about the Fiesta Bowl? That was a game that got a lot of interest. Number 8 Oregon and 23rd ranked Liberty. Liberty was the Conference USA group of five representative and Oregon just lit them up 46-6. to And afterwards, social media, the platform where everybody wants to go to troll, a lot of shade dropped on Liberty. Didn't belong. Their fan base, though, and again, this is all based on just that former bird app that's now an X. A lot of their fans are, are pretty boisterous. Voc- hey, sounds familiar, doesn't it? A lot of fan bases are like that. Well, They got trolled hard. Me, personally, I understand where there might be some, I don't know, angst, animosity, hatred. There there was a time where Liberty was flirting with the Sun Belt, trying to maybe get into the Sun Belt. That didn't happen. Liberty, earlier when Marshall was a member, trying to get into the Sun Belt Conference USA, just trying to find a home. And at the time, nobody wanted them. Because they're going to bring a lot of resources into your league that they're going to be able to take advantage of. Liberty is going to out-resource all the remaining teams in Conference USA for the near future. But 
I don't think that they were the best group of five team. They played a, a weak schedule. They played a weak Conference USA slate. I don't think they were the better team. Now, Oregon's really good. Let's keep that in mind. Oregon's really good. Liberty was a good team, but I just don't think that they should have been the team. Now, this is going to get solved a little bit. We're going to have a better prospect of matchups with the playoff system coming up. That I'm I'm excited for. I am not excited for the prospect of the Bulls next year because we're going to minimize the Bulls even further. I'm excited for the playoff. I'm not excited for the Bulls. And I know Kirk Herbstreit got a lot of grief. I watched that. I was watching game day, and Herbstreit was like, hey, look, let's get, let's get rid of the Bulls. And some people took offense to that. Me, on the other hand, too many bowl games. Absolutely too many bowl games. Everybody gets in now. If you don't get in, you're terrible. You're really terrible. But we've got six and six teams getting in. Yeah, there's a lot of mediocrity going on here. Bowls are not that well attended. Now, I get the whole idea. You know, it's an experience for these players, and that's fine. But you got to find a way to make the bowls meaningful again. And, you know, the more you add to the playoff, the less that the bowls are really going to have. I mean, they're glorified exhibitions. We saw Florida State show up with what, a third of its team, a half of its team gone? And that result that Florida State dialed in, that's not indicative of what Florida State football was all year long. And so here we are. We got bowl games where people are getting into the transfer portal after the season's over, the regular season's over. Last game, conference championship, whatever, last regular season game, and then next thing you know, transfer portal opens up, and here we go. And there's got to be a rule. There's got to be some way to make sure that the transfer portal isn't used in a way where players can just hop out after the regular season. I mean, there's still an obligation. Like if you want to do this, you have to be here for that. Now, if we're talking about a player that's eligible for the draft and has a good chance of being drafted, and it's not a playoff game, then I'm okay with that player opting out. Some players will, some players won't. I'm okay with it. Because, again, these are glorified exhibition games. These are competitive, to a degree, exhibition games. That's what it is. It's a postseason exhibition game. It counts on the record, but at the same time, players are going to be opting out. And we saw quality football with the New Year's Day's Bowl. We saw Michigan, Alabama. We saw Washington, Texas, because they were playing for something. And you know, Oregon, Liberty, we saw some good football there. I mean, LSU, Wisconsin, we saw some good football there. I don't even know what to tell you what it was with Tennessee and Iowa. So we saw some good football, but here we are with the way the bowl system is structured. If it's not the playoff, what are you playing for? And it used to be you had something more to play for. Now, of course, again, this is just a snapshot of everything. There are a lot of people, a lot of players that are excited to go play in these bowl games in front of maybe 10,000 fans, 15,000 at best. Some games have higher attendance than others, but – at the same time, we've kind of lessened the value of the bowls. And the results are kind of, uh, you know, Florida State didn't want to be there. At least a lot of players, the players that didn't want to be there, they left. And players are going to be leaving, not even attending the bowl. I mean, they, they're not going through the bowl opportunity. Like, I'm out of here. Well, you, you made a bowl, but, yeah, that's fine. But I'm out of here. I'm, I'm looking for my next opportunity. 
Well, yeah, a lot to get into today. We're going to do so. We've got some football changes on the staff to announce at Marshall. They're releasing that information. We've got Dan D'Antoni we're going to get into. We'll fire up the text line this hour, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. So we've got all of that to get into. And, of course, we've got basketball tomorrow. The Herd in action, taking on ULM. Marshall coming into this one 6-8. and eight. ULM's 4-7. and seven. More importantly, Marshall is 1-0 in league play. Dan D'Antoni getting his 170th victory all-time. And the Herd now 7-3 all-time in conference openers under Dan D'Antoni. Maybe conference play is what the doctor ordered for the Thundering Herd. I mean, Marshall did go 13-5 in Sunbelt play last season. And they face off against a ULM team that last year wasn't a good year for them. 7-11 in Sunbelt play. Marshall... Did lose to them in Huntington last season. It was that double overtime game. Remember that? 86-82. Tavion Kenzie had 28 points, but it wasn't enough because Jamari Blackman had 35. Marshall in that game shot 31 of 74. 8 of 26 from 3. They were pretty good on free throw line. They were all right. 12 of 18. I was looking over my notes on this one. But Marshall losing the first meeting and two overtimes. So I'm sure Dan D'Antoni... That really doesn't matter to him, but I'm, I'm sure there are some people who would like to get that one back. But with the transfer portal, that stuff doesn't even matter as much. The team you played last year is not going to be the team you play this year. And I'm not talking about just normal graduation. I'm talking about players leaving. Both teams we got, got players leaving. The teams that face each other aren't going to have really that much of a uh, resemblance to the teams that were on the field, on the court, or in in the game last year. But herd fans do remember. That's that's the thing. That's going to be the constant. Herd fans will remember. I remember double overtime. Kenzie had a good game, but Blackman had a better game. And both teams really didn't tear it up on the shooting side of things. The difference was Monroe shot 14 of 36 from the three-point line. Marshall was only 8 of 26. ULM 14 of 36 in that game. They got a little bit better on the free throw line as well. They had more opportunities, made 16 of 25. So, different game coming up tomorrow. We'll find out what happens. But the Herd getting the win and the Sun Belt opener, beating a, I thought was a good Louisiana team. I thought that was a good team. Marshall got the better of them. Dan D'Antoni, his comments coming up. We'll get to that. We've got football news to get into and your text. We're getting this new year started off. Let's do it on the right foot. I'm not doing resolutions, though. If you got resolutions, we'll do it. But I'm not doing resolutions. You, you come up, hey, i got a resolution. I'm going to do this. And then a week later, you're, you're, it's, it's like everyone's going to line up at the gym. Hey, I'm going to get healthy 2024. I'm getting healthy. And you go to the gym for the first week, first first month, and then you quit. No, we, we, don't, we don't want resolutions. We want something different. And we want wins. How's that? All right, getting back into the swing of things here. Thanks for tuning in. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Places where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you're a sports fan, we have what you need. From the NFL, NBA, NCAA basketball to college football, bowl games, and the national championship. First responders, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza, next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from 
from home. Now is the time to add on a new bathroom or remodel your old one with the latest up-to-date bathroom fixtures from Mutual Wholesalers. 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Come in today to Mutual Wholesalers' beautiful showroom and see how your new bathroom will look. Check out Acre by Max. Have a new bathroom this year. Mutual Wholesalers, locally owned and operated. 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Call 304-525-9118. Get the tire that will see you through the cold and then some. The long-lasting all-season Michelin Cross Climate 2 tire because winter doesn't last forever. Between 1115 and 125, get $70 via reward card or virtual prepay card after online submission with the purchase of four new Michelin passenger or light truck tires. $70 tire rebate on all tire lines plus a $30 bonus rebate on Michelin winter tires only. See TikTok Tire, 3rd Avenue and Huntington across from Jonesy Edwards Stadium. www.michelinman.com forward slash auto forward slash deals hyphen promotions hyphen and hyphen rebates for complete detail. Offer expires 12523. Metro Community Federal Credit Union has been serving the Huntington community for 70 years and is proud to announce our newest location in Lavalette. We look forward to bringing the residents of Wayne County a modern banking facility, a full range of services, advanced technology, expert financial advice, community involvement, and even a smart coffee kiosk cafe. Learn more about Metro Community Federal Credit Union online at metrocommunityfcu.com. Equal housing lender, member NCUA. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Gluckner's Too Easy Initiative has returned for 2024. We're making it too easy to get more for your trade with our biggest cash offers. We pay more. Too easy to save time because Glockner has the fastest, most transparent five-star shopping experience around. Too easy to find the vehicle perfect for you as Glockner has the area's biggest pre-owned inventory. That's why it's too easy to buy a car at Glockner. We make it easy at Glockner.com. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 in Barbersville. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. How was your day? What did you do in school? I'm Dale Lee, president of the West Virginia Education Association, and these two simple questions can encourage learning in your home. Showing interest and asking about the school day can help motivate your children and keep them excited about learning. So stay involved, stay curious, and ask specific questions. 
Student success involves the whole family. A message from the West Virginia Education Association. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our text line this hour is 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. Welcome in to our first edition of the show for 2024. Have you gotten used to that yet, calling it 2024? Are you making that funny three that kind of looks like a three, but it's, you're trying to make it look like a four and you write the year? Have you done that yet? All of the things that you do with the new year, the resolutions, have you done that yet? Did you do all the superstitious stuff, like eat the cabbage, the black eyed peas? Yes, I did the cabbage. Look, it's a traditional New Year's Day dish. And the black eyed peas. Yeah, I did that too. So again, it's a traditional New Year's Day dish. And I watched football and I watched hockey. Look, hockey is traditional New Year's Day fair now. I will admit, though, it's kind of difficult for a while. I had to get the tablet out. I wanted to watch the hockey game and I wanted to watch football. So. I had to stream football for a while so I could watch hockey. I had to go back and forth trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Game was fun. Hockey game was fun. Not that not that exciting if you were a Vegas fan. Football was probably where it was at yesterday. Speaking of football, we got a lot to get into with the Thundering Herd. First up, Dalton Tucker, Marshall's offensive lineman extraordinaire, accepting an invite to the 2024 Hula Bowl. So congratulations to him there. And then some other news. This just happened a little bit ago. I just saw this. Abraham Boplan, he gets signed with the Vikings. How about that? So he got worked out, and he got signed. He was with Minnesota in the preseason, but it was way following an energy. He's, I mean, an injury. So now he's pretty much ready to go. He's fully healthy, and here he is. So that's good news for him. So he gets signed. He heard making some noise as far as players in the – I don't want to call it the postseason, but, you know, all of the stuff that comes after the Bulls with the Senior Bulls, the Hula Bulls, and you know, all the other games that get the, ready for the NFL. And then, of course, the thing that everyone's been wondering is uh, there's going to be some coaching changes at Marshall, and we saw some of that earlier. So now we've got some additions. So now Marshall has, first up, elevated Bob Shoup. Bob Shoup was elevated from analyst to safeties coach. So he's taken over the safeties. And then Aaron Dobson, he was an analyst with the team. He got promoted to wide receivers coach. Former standout, played several seasons in the NFL. So you got that Marshall connection there with Dobson. Dobson can play. That's the cool thing about Dobson. Dobson stood out at Marshall Played several years in the NFL. He's got that real NFL experience. And so I'm sure players are going to listen to him, look up to him a little bit, you know, hear what he has to say. So that's a good, smart decision there for the Thundering Herd. You have some of that old-school herd mentality. You bring players in that used to be on the team, put them in, in positions where they can coach, influence the next round of Marshall standouts, hopefully. So that's a good move. I like that. And Marshall's bringing in Cody Krill. He's a former Incarnate Word offensive coordinator. He is going to be Marshall's offensive line coach. Now, Krill also was most recently in the XFL. Tight ends was where he was. 
And, of course, if you didn't see this, how could you miss it? Uh, the USFL and the XFL merging as a side note to this story. So there's some availability there because they're going to have eight teams. They're going to have like the USFL division and the XFL division. And so instead of two spring leagues competing for mind share, you're going to have one spring league. And I'm sure it's going to have a little flavor of the USFL and the XFL as well. And if you were watching College Game Day, I think it was Pat McAfee that basically was pretty blunt and said, look, the XFL was head and shoulders above what the USFL was doing. And I kind of agree with that. You saw a lot of players transition from the XFL over to the NFL. So there was some good football being played there. Spring football, again, it's not NFL level, but it's a great opportunity for players that maybe didn't get a look, a serious look the first go around or got to work their way back into the league. It's a good opportunity. And you bring in a coach who coached in that league and Krill. I'm interested to see what this new herd coaching staff looks like at the end of the day. Seymour's still there, by the way, but he's um, he's going to be working with the linebackers more as well. So that got added to his plate. So he's got he's got the defense, he's got the linebackers. There's really not a big flashy hire here from the standpoint of a big name. I think you got quality talent here. Dobson's probably the name that stands out, only because of his past and his martial history. At the same time, though, I think with the way we've seen moves over the last few weeks, we might be getting our wish. Our collective wish is to have a more exciting brand of martial football on the offensive side, right? That's what I've heard. That's what I've been told. Throw the ball. Maybe we're going to see an air raid. We need to run an air raid. Everybody talks about Bob Pruitt's days. Yeah, you had Chad Pennington, and you had Randy Moss. You had some other guys out there, too, that could go out just flat run. So I think we're going to see in this final contract year for Coach Huff, I think you're just going to have to hit the accelerator on the offense and go because that's some of the complaints that I've gotten. Again, it's not everybody, but the complaints I get, it's not exciting, Paul. They're they're not an exciting, fun team to watch. So maybe we're going to see with some of these changes an exciting, fun team to watch. Air it out a little bit more. I mean, I've always been a fan of the run game, but – if you got a quarterback that can air it out and, and get it downfield and you've got the wide receivers that can help him, I think that's a little bit closer to what we used to call Marshall football, right? Text lines 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Basketball got a good win on Saturday against Louisiana, 41.4% from the field, including 7 of 20 from the three-point line, plus four rebound margin. They were negative three on the turnover margin, but they did get 16 points off turnovers, and that was more than Louisiana. So they did take advantage of the opportunities they did get. And the Herd winning its second straight Sunbelt opener and 7-3 all-time in conference openers with Dan D'Antoni getting set now for ULM, game number two of the Sunbelt slate. We'll hear Dan D'Antoni's thoughts on the game Saturday, and we'll hear a little bit more about what he thinks um, – about the way the team performed. We'll do all that when we continue on today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
Working Man Store in Huntington. Check out the biggest inventory of scrubs in West Virginia, featuring brands such as Healing Hands, Dickies, Cherokee, and Med Couture at the best price. Working Man Store has one of the largest selections of big and tall shirts, jackets, and jeans in the area. Working Man Store is the king of blue jeans with Levi's, Dickies, Carhartt, Lee, and Wranglers in sizes up to 72. And Working Man Store has the best selection of men's work boots and casual shoes anywhere at the best price. Working Man Store, open every day at 140 5th Avenue, Huntington. You've cut back on everything and you're still coming up short at the end of the month. Give your local State Farm agent a call for a free discount double check. They'll show you how something as simple as combining car and home policies can save you hundreds of dollars a year. Being there to help keep more of your money is why your local State Farm agent is here. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. In Huntington, Jeff Smith, 304-781-1234. In Milton, Eric Dodson, 304-390-4515. And in Wayne, Vicki Tabor, 304-272-5149. Giovanni's has great Italian dishes. Spaghetti with meat sauce, lasagna, ravioli, manicotti, and baked lasagna. Giovanni's has the best sandwiches around from the Stromboli, Italian sub, calzones, and their signature Big Red. All dinners will be served with hot garlic bread or Italian rolls. Giovanni's pizza, fresh, hot, and tasty. Have it delivered right to your door. Giovanni's. The Italian place to be. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right, um, do, do you want me to stop? 
Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay, tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. <laughs> the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to our January 2nd edition. Paul Swan, your host for today's Drive on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930, getting back in the swing of things here. Last week was fun. We had bowls all week last week. We're going to have the national championship game coming up next Monday. That's going to be 730 in Houston. We'll have that for you right here. we got the final regular season game of the Cincinnati Bengals coming up as well. we got a full slate of games coming up. All this week and next, and we got basketball tomorrow. The Thundering Herd on the road. Take it on ULM. The Herd coming into this contest, winning its conference opener against Louisiana, trying to make that two in a row, and leading the series with um, ULM is a priority, I think. I mean, right now, ULM leads one nothing. You You don't want to start a trend there. I think this is a team Marshall should be able to beat easily. 4-7, 0-1 league play, lost against App State on the 30th, 67-55. So this is a team that I think will be a lot tougher for the Thundering Herd as far as the physical side of things. Dan talked a little bit about that yesterday. But same time, I think if Marshall plays the way it did on Saturday, Marshall should be able to win this game. Now, of course, it doesn't matter what I say. It's how they perform when they get out there. And Dan talked a little bit about how they performed on Saturday earlier today when we had a chance to catch up with him. He was pretty happy. Saturday's game, I thought uh, offensively we started uh, getting back to Marshall basketball first time that I saw it kind of extend. I've seen bits and pieces of it different places, but uh, I thought uh, we extended the play. Almost all of our actions, if you go to the film and look back into it, you could see that our shots were coming off of uh, how we play, not how a player plays, but how we play. And I thought, hey, well, the kid, how you? Uh, I thought we did a, a, a good job. Uh, and I told those kids we did a good job defensively. We were alert. They're starting to do the things that we're teaching and practice more often. Uh, very few mistakes. Beat a good team. We play good, but that doesn't mean you're a good team. Playing good one time doesn't. You got to extend that, and we got to be more consistent. And, you know, as your all's term is, well, you're on a roll. Well, we won one game. It's a, it's a lot of games, and uh, we have to continue to prove that we're a good team by extending that play all the way through. You think he was talking about us, the media, or talking about you guys? I think he's talking about us. I think he's talking about all of us here. Our term on a roll. Yes, that is a media buzzword. Yeah, teams on a roll. They're like butter. They're on a roll. Thundering Herd getting the victory on Saturday. If they can get the victory against ULM and then go and beat Texas State, then I will declare it a roll for the Thundering Herd. One thing that Dan was asked about, just playing with the lead. The Herd 
did not have any problem hanging on to the lead. They held on to the lead the entire time. They got the lead early and then held on, pushed it out, played pretty even with Louisiana in the second half. Marshall didn't have to worry about the lead at all. I mean, it was nice. It was nice to go out there and just watch a game where Marshall, you knew, was going to win. After a certain point in that game, you knew Marshall was going to win. And so Dan was asked about, you know, just how, how good was it, how, how important was it to be out there and playing with the lead? Well, you know, obviously it's important for the coach. I don't have a heart attack over there, you know. I have to sweat every every shot that you take. So it's good for me. I don't know how it is for everybody else. But, uh, uh, you know, we came out early. Uh, Kevon hit a couple of threes. That helps. It opens it up. Uh, it opened the floor up. And, uh, you know, we, we thrive on open floors. That's the way we have to be. We have to take threes, and we have to make them. You know, if you shut down the threes because you're not making them, then the offense just dies. You might as well just start over again. So uh, uh, we, we started making shots that we make in practice. I see them making all the time. And, uh, uh, you know, it really helps that Obina now is our leading three-point shooter, I think, percentage-wise, which I know you guys sitting right here going, holy mackerel. You know, and if I'd have been you, I'd have shut that down a long time ago. But I'm not you, and I have patience. I feel personally attacked. I, he wasn't looking at me directly. I was, like, in the second row. He did, I feel personally attacked with that Obina comment. Yes, I have at times said, you know, I don't know if I want Obina out there lobbing those threes. And then Obina started making them. And I'm sure he's looked up once or twice up in the loft. The overhang, the porch where I sit. Like, yeah, I thought I'd get shot that, huh? Didn't think I could shoot that, huh? I kind of feel like he's done that maybe once. I'm not sure. Yeah, Obina's your guy. He's your three-pointer. He's the one. You have to you have to guard Obina on the line. So I kind of feel personally attacked there. No, I was just earlier in his career, I didn't know if that was his shot, and it's kind of developed into – a legitimate threat for Obina and Achille Killen. Now, Dan did talk about as we get into this conference schedule, and that's something he's been emphasizing. You know, it's it's a new it's a new schedule now. It's the conference schedule, not downplaying what the herd had to go through in the non-conference portion of the schedule, but everything that Marshall wants to achieve is right there. Win the conference, win the conference tournament, and everything is going to be good for Marshall basketball. And he talked a little bit about just the non-conference portion of the schedule as the Herd getting ready for this conference slate. And, of course, he saw what the Herd was able to do against Louisiana on Saturday, winning that one 77-61. You know, maybe playing a tougher conference schedule or non-conference schedule, maybe that's the way to go. I know Dan didn't necessarily love playing Kentucky when they played Kentucky, but – you know, maybe we're starting to see the results of playing a tougher non-conference schedule. This was a tough season preseason. We played very tough mid-major teams and then had to go to Kentucky when that was a tough time to go to Kentucky. But uh, um, they don't quit, man. They, they stayed right with each other. They haven't broken down. A lot of teams can break, and you have to be very careful with your scheduling with teams, especially growing teams like we were going to be. But we made the schedule prior to what happened in the portal. It's just it's a difficult times for college athletics right now. I think uh, Corny was showing me that Nick Saban, uh, his 
rants in the media, and he's saying that even even in football, it's just a different. It's a different game that was four years ago. It's almost semi-pro, and uh, you know I don't. How long it lasts? Yeah, how long it lasts, and uh, how long this goes? I have no idea. You know, but you got to navigate it somehow. We got to try to keep Marshall uh, relevant and in the hunt for championships. Dan D'Antoni giving a little thought on the schedule. Of course, the way that college basketball is gone, similar to the way college football is gone. He's right about one thing. I mean, he hit it right there. It feels semi-pro now. College athletics becoming semi-pro. Now, it gives a school like, say, an FAU an opportunity to maybe find the right combination of players and then have some success and build on that. And so it's going to be important that Marshall works the recruiting aspect to college basketball as much as it's working the transfer portal. There's no 40, 50, 60% one place and the rest over here. I mean, you're going to have to go hard on both the transfer portal and, of course, recruiting because you recruit a kid today, has some success, wants to go try his hand at a higher level of basketball or a bigger conference or a bigger opportunity, and next thing you know, that recruit's gone, so you're going to have to fill that void. Marshall's going to have to become a little bit more adept at working the transfer portal on a yearly basis, and and I think that's that's not a direct shot at anyone at Marshall. That's just a generalization that all schools are going to have to learn how to make the most out of the transfer portal And if you can't recruit what you need, maybe you can go out and get someone who's looking for a different opportunity in the transfer portal. And it's not necessarily, uh, look, I'm disgruntled. It's just like, hey, this isn't working out for me. You know, maybe I made a mistake and I want to go somewhere else and I want to go in the transfer portal. And you find your way. I mean, Nate Martin's probably a prime example of that. Seems to be thriving with the Thundering Herd. One more from Dan D'Antoni today before we get your text in at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Dan was asked the question about getting a little bit more consistency out of Cam Crawford. Cam, of course, was not in the game on Saturday, not a factor at all. And Dan talked a little bit about trying to get more consistency, not just out of Crawford, but others on the team as well. You know, the biggest thing, I think, with Cam is that he he's never well first of all he didn't play very much you know he didn't play much as a freshman he didn't play at all as a sophomore uh, he's got a uh, game that uh, he's developed that kind of it's all kind of individualistic it's not it's not a ball movement type of game you know so it might not be a great fit or he could be a little bit more like Kevon, who's really starting to adapt his game to how we play, and that's why I think he's getting better. But not only has he gotten a little bit better, I mean, he's not scoring as much, scoring a little bit less, but the team has got a lot better because he's kind of fitting into how we do things and, and, and trying to keep the, the uh, rhythm and the flow of the offense going. His defense has gotten a little bit better. Um, both of them, both of them guard the ball really well when they're focused and on it. They both had a little bit of uh, dead spots when uh, the action kind of got away from them a little bit, and they they didn't anticipate the next thing. And so we're trying to get that dead spot out. Dan D'Antoni, his comments from earlier today. We'll have more from him tomorrow as we get set for Marshall and ULM. Marshall on the road 
taking on ULM. Second time these two schools have ever met in basketball. Last time it didn't go the way for the Thundering Herd. It was January 26th last year. It was an 86-82 double overtime victory for the Warhawks against the Thundering Herd. Marshall would like to even the series. We'll have that game for you tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Your text coming up, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. This is The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Hey, Tri-State. Frank's Place is where friends hang out with friends. Stop on by for happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. and a lot of daily specials. If you're a sports fan, we have what you need. From the NFL, NBA, NCAA basketball to college football bowl games and the national championship. First responders, stop by Frank's Place and check out the specials we have for you. Frank's Place, located at the River Place Plaza, next to Fratelli's. Check us out on Facebook for weekly updates and specials. Frank's Place, your home away from home. Stalwart Insurance is the name for insurance in the tri-state. They are committed to delivering tailored benefit solutions with thoughtful, strategic planning with valuable professional services. Stop by or call Stalwart Insurance for your homeowner's insurance needs. Stalwart Insurance is located right beside Kenny Queen Hardware on Route 10 and Bar. Call Stalwart Insurance anytime at 304-552-3883. That's 304-552-3883. Or visit them online at stalwartinsurance.com. Here's another Kendrick Communications community chatter. The Passport Medicaid Waiver Program provides in-home services designed to help those age 60 and over live safely at home. Services that can be provided include personal care, homemaker, home-delivered meals, and medical emergency response. If you're eligible, contact the Area Agency on Aging District 7 to learn more. Their number is 1-800-582-7277. Kenner Community Chatter brought to you by GoMart. Go for good times. Go for GoMart. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 to get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use. You can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Sunday ticket offer ends 9-18-23. No refunds, terms, and embargoes apply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket, not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account and current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription renews. Cancel anytime. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 
800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. It's been a trying year for parents. They've been confronted with countless challenges and have always risen to the occasion. If it isn't too much to ask, the 35,000 high school student athletes in West Virginia have one last request. Please set an example. Disorderly fan conduct at high school athletic events is on the rise. It increasingly involves parents. There's no question that parents are passionate. There's no question they care about their children. But at a time when we're all wound a little more tightly than usual, it's worth remembering this about West Virginia high school sports. Always be a good example. Stop unruly fan behavior before it starts. This message presented by the West Virginia Secondary School Activities Commission and the West Virginia Athletic Directors Association. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Hope you're having a, a good start to 2024. Yesterday was a good way to start. We had some really good games yesterday. Don't forget, we got the championship game coming up next Monday. Michigan-Washington College Football Playoff Championship game. We'll have it here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. we got basketball coming up tomorrow. The Hurt in action against ULM. We will go on the air after tomorrow's show. 6.30 is going to be our airtime, so we'll have a short half-hour break. Then we'll be back on the air for college basketball today as we get you set for Marshall and ULM. ULM almost beat App State, but App State closed it on a 19-6 run, scored the final nine points of the game. It was a 67-55 victory for the Mountaineers over the Warhawks. Marshall losing that game in double overtime last year to the Warhawks. So I think tomorrow's going to be a different outcome, at least I hope so, in that game against App State. The Warhawks shot 37.1%. They were 4 of 11 from the three-point line, only 5 of 13 from the free-throw line. Marshall, on the other hand, 7 of 20 from the three-point line. I'd like to see that number a little bit better, but still. 20 of 25 from the free-throw line. That was important as well. And then, of course, 16 points off turnovers. Marshall got a lot better offensively and defensively as well. Again, this is one game, though. This is absolutely one game. This is not the season. This is one game. I'd like to see a a larger sample size. We'll get that with ULM. And then, of course, on Saturday, the herd will be at Texas State. Full slate of games just about in Sunbelt play coming up on Thursday. Marshall's got the only Sunbelt game of the night tomorrow. But Thursday, you've got a full slate. And already in the first round of games, the home team prevailed 71%. Five and two home teams winning in the first day of Sunbelt play. I don't know if that's going to hold. We got an interesting schedule coming up, but Marshall's the only one tomorrow. So Marshall could be on top of the division by the end of the night just for one day. I'll take it. 2 and 0 in Sunbelt play. 
top of the standings, I'll take that every single time. Wouldn't it be something, though, if Dan was right and it just took this team getting through this non-conference portion of the schedule, get into the conference play to, to really get this team going? Is 13-5 and doable again in Sunbelt play? The only, only thing I'm concerned about is I think James Madison is going to be the real deal. I definitely think James Madison is legit, legit top 25 team. After that, it could be a toss-up here. Absolutely could be a toss-up here. I think I'm a little bit more concerned about teams like Louisiana, even though Marshall did get the victory over them. I think they're going to be a good team down the stretch. Georgia Southern coming alive all of a sudden. I think Troy's going to be all right. South Alabama's going to be okay. I mean, there's some – and yeah, Appalachian State, that's probably the team outside of James Madison you're going to have to keep an eye on the most. It's way early, though. It's too early to even try to figure this stuff out because, again – yeah, the way that the Sun Belt is in basketball, it's not necessary. It's not as if you can gauge basketball as easy as you can in football. Not just yet. The way this league is structured, this is a football league trying to become a basketball league as well. And hopefully, Marshall can get it turned around and lead the way on the basketball side. All right, we're out of time. Thanks for tuning in as we get our feet wet and back into the pool here as um, as the new year begins. Back with you tomorrow. We'll get into it fully with Marshall Basketball. We'll hear more from Dan D'Antoni. We'll get you set for the game between the Herd and ULM. That's all coming up tomorrow. Don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show, you can go back and get it on our podcast. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast is where you'll find today's show. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I'll be back with you tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Until then, have a great night, everyone. Transmitting in Glorious FM on 94.1 W227BS Huntington. This is 930 WRVC Huntington, celebrating 100 years of broadcasting.